0: We're playing a game called Tell Me Who I Am on Roto-Viz Radio. What's up, Roto-Viz? Hey everyone, welcome back to Rotoviz Radio. I'm Dave Cabin, Senior Fantasy Analyst at Rotoviz. This will be another episode where I'm going at it alone. But I think that I have a good idea for this episode and something that is going to be kind of interactive here as I have no one to talk to. Now, in the Thanksgiving week, when I had less time to write, I did an article where I basically shared some stats about a particular player and had readers guess who that player was and lots of times the results were pretty surprising so what we're going to do for this episode is i am going to give some information on a player and then hopefully you can think about who that is try to take a guess see if you think That you know who it is, and at the end of the show, I will reveal that player. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, I did not pick players that I am expecting you to be surprised by. Instead, I'm just picking players that I think could be curious. So I am actually going to be looking up some of these players while I'm recording this. Uh, because I wanted to kind of get a sense that I could share at the end of the, at the end of the show if I was surprised when I actually went back and looked at these numbers if they matched up with what I was expecting. So we are going to start off with a quarterback. Uh, but before we do, quick reminder: you can still get that ten percent listener only discount when you go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcasts and sign up for the site. I can tell you that in addition to the Running Back Prospect prospect Lab, which is now officially released, there are some more exciting things on the way. Uh, We have a lot of ideas of different things that uh, are starting to really get fleshed out. So I think it's going to be another great year. Your time to get in on the site is now. I would highly recommend it. Without further ado, let's play Who Am I? Or, Or Tell Me Who Am I? Tell Me What My Name Is. Something along those lines. I probably should have dropped in the Snoop Dogg little snippet there. Uh, anyway, we are starting off with quarterback. Now, this quarterback ranked fifth in QBR, six in completion percentage, eight in passing touchdowns, and from weeks five to 11 went over 20 points. ...in all but one of those weeks and was a QB1 in all but one of those weeks. So if you're looking in the NFL State Explorer, you're seeing a lot of green between Weeks 5 and Week 11. The downside for this player is, though, outside of those 40% of weeks, he was a QB2 in 33% of weeks, but there were four weeks where he was under a QB2... And outside of those weeks that I mentioned in the middle of the season, he did not go over 20 points. So when all was said and done in 2019, he went from 15 points or fewer in six games and only went above 20 in four games. So it's interesting if you just look at the touchdown numbers and the QBR for this player. You might be expecting him to have performed very well. The problem is, is when he was not firing on all cylinders, he really was not firing. Now, some of this did have to do with the situation of the team that he plays for. And he finished with a rank of 18 in PPR points per game at the end of the season with a total fantasy point output Of 286.4 points in a four point touchdown league. Now, he still did go over his expected points of 227. That might have been a good thing for him. In terms of rushing production, really not a whole lot to speak of, had one rushing touchdown. Now, the final piece of information I'm going to give you here on this player is as far as air yards thrown went, he ranked 23rd. Air yards completed 18. 1800 air yards completed and yes another important thing that i should tell you is he was only 24 in attempts so i am not going to tell you who this player is and we will come back at the end of the show that way maybe if you have an epiphany you can still have the self-satisfaction knowing that you guessed who this player was why don't we switch over to running back and we're going to look at a player here that um you may not have at the forefront of your mind as you're thinking about running backs. Uh, You perhaps though, you were expecting more going into the season. I don't know. We will find out this player is more of a receiving catching back, which that definitely is going to tip you off in some directions, ranked third in targets among running backs, but 57 in attempts, extremely inefficient in 2019 Ranks 145 in fantasy points over expectation, but ranks 29th in expected points per game. So there was a level of usage, which makes sense, given the targets. Now, the next piece of information I'm going to give you is that he only finished as an RB1 one time, as an RB2 38% of the time, and he went for more than... 20 points he did not go for more than 20 points in fact he went between 16 and 20 just three times 11 to 15 five times as somebody that owned this player i feel like i was not quite as disappointed at the end of the season as perhaps i should have been as i'm looking at these numbers that maybe tips you off to something else as well in terms of Rushing yards. He ranked 64. He was 10th in receiving yards at the position, 50 in total touchdowns. A PPR per game rank of 38, which equated to a PPR total of 163.9 points. Now, in the season prior, he had recorded 240. Let's see if the touchdowns went down. Receiving touchdowns down from five to three. Three rushing touchdowns in the season prior, just zero this year. Perhaps this tells us that the situation in the backfield had changed a little bit. In terms of carries, his rushing attempts decreased from 99 to 64. Do you know who I am? If I am that player and saying those to you, kind of should have been framing this a little bit differently. We're going to go with this game is now called, who is this player? So who is that player? that running back we're gonna go over a wide receiver next but before we do i want to and i should have said this at the top of the show our sponsor this week is bet online and we are gonna take a quick break so i can tell you about them if you missed the chance to bet on the super bowl you missed your chance to bet on football this past season fear not blue wire is excited to be partnering with bet online to help you win big no matter the time of year with march madness the masters and major league opening day right around the corner bet online has you covered for all your latest news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up plus It's never too early to lay down your future bet for Super Bowl 2021. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up. It's super easy. If you're already making wagers, check them out. It's a fantastic way to support this podcast. If you have not started making wagers, this is where you can go and do it. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Okay, this is one that I'm thinking is going to be pretty fun. It's a wide receiver. This wide receiver, was 13 in targets 20 in receptions four in receiving yards three in total touchdowns which is pretty surprising two in air yards finished 16 in points per game 21 in expected points per game pretty efficient finishing at 18 in fantasy points per game his total ppr points on the season was 246 by and large the most points of his career having scored 154 as his highest total prior to this has been in the league for. I'm gonna. I'll give you this information. He's been in the league between four to seven years. Many of you have probably already figured out who this is. In weeks one to ten, though, he went over 15 points just three times. Did not go over 20 points. When all was said and done, he was a wide receiver. won 31 percent. In 31% of weeks. Closing off with. 420 point. Wide receiver one performances. In the last six. Weeks of the season. Again. Pretty high air yards total. Saw 21% of his team's targets. As far as the actual touchdown total went. He had nine receiving touchdowns, air yards per target with 13.9, 268 yards after the catch. The final thing I'm going to do here is read through his fantasy points. If you do not know who this is yet, 2015-94, 2016-154, 2017-130, 2018-60, and then 2019, the big jump to 24 or excuse me, to 246.2. That is a pretty impressive feat to see a player really break out like that at that point in his career. Uh, which in case you did not follow along, this was his fifth season. As far as uh rushing stats go, he has never recorded a rushing stat. I don't know if that helps you, but we will come back. So finally, let's uh, pop over to a tight end. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think this could be fairly obvious, but um, let's give it a shot. Let's see if you get it. So, And this is among tight ends, these numbers, 18 in targets, 20 in wrecks, total touchdowns, 19, 12th in air yards ppr per game he was 32 expected points per game were at 26 but inefficient fantasy points over expectation per game we're at 87 three tight end one finishes between weeks one and seven none after that he was a tight end three in 56 percent of games not a good look if we actually look at the numbers He had 100 PPR points. As far as actual yards goes, 447, three touchdowns, 574 air yards, a market share of 11, actually 226 yards after the catch, 9.1 air yards per target, and a total uh, target total of 63. This player has been in the league for a long time. We have maybe seen the last of this player being super relevant. And the last time that they finished with a PPR rank lower than 10 was 2017. And you know what? The season before that, they ranked four. And if you don't know who it is by now, you're going to know when I say that in 2011, they ranked 2, 2012, 1, 2013, 1, 2014, 2. You know who this is. But if you don't, I will tell you later. I actually will be a little disappointed if you don't know who this is. But hey, maybe you just started playing. Let's pop back over to running back. And let's go with, I will say, a younger player. And this is a player that finished 34 in PPR points per game, 13 in attempts, which actually is surprising, 40 in running back targets, 18 in rushing yards, 17 in total touchdowns, inefficient in his season here uh, with 23 expected points per game ranking a rank of 23 expected points per game, finishing with a rank of 152 fantasy points over expectation per game. Had a two-week stretch in the middle of the season where he was an RB1. Outside of that, in 70% of weeks, he was an RB3. I said that he was 13 in attempts, and that equates to 242. He did have six rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown and a total of 174 PPR points. I think that that is relevant here because you might just hear the rank of 34 in PPR points per game, which that could seem somewhat disappointing maybe for some of the people that drafted him heading into the season. But I think if you had framed it in the context of this player is going to get 175 points, you actually may have said, I will take that. that that's interesting. Um, I definitely think that we're going to see this player's ADP fall in this season compared to where it was last year. Again, this was a young running back, and I'm not sure what the outlook really looks like for this player moving into next season. I can see how you could spin things either way saying in the context of his team, there's room there for him to build on that 175 point total. But at the same time, perhaps he did not bring to this team what we would have been expecting. And that right there probably tips away that this was this, first pl- this player's first year with his respective team. So that is our second running back. I would want to do another wide receiver right now. And this is a player that many of you had on your fantasy teams. I would venture. He was 10 in targets, 10 in wrecks, ranked just 51 in total touchdowns, but 13 in air yards, finishes ranked 14 in PPR points. Per game was 10 in expected points per game, finished 78th in fantasy points over expectation per game. Really surprising thing I was not expecting to see. He was a wide receiver one in just 13% of weeks. In fact, he only went over 20 points three times, which is wild when you consider that he finished 14 in PPR per game. So there was 40% of weeks he finished as wide receiver three and just 13% of weeks that he finished as a wide receiver one. So what's that come out to? 60, yeah, 60% of the time a wide receiver two or better, but finished with 21 to 25 points just one, or excuse me, just twice. Actually went under 15 points six times. So this is a really interesting... Breakdown of how he managed to finish as the wide receiver 14 in PPR points per game, which is very interesting because to the casual observer, you could easily, if you did not have him on one of your teams at the end of the week, you just kind of quickly look through the results and you're seeing this player coming in around 15 points pretty normally. And you're not seeing a lot of these spiked weeks, you could say to yourself boy, maybe he did not live up to some of the hype or the hopes that there were for him. But overall, this actually is a good season. So uh, went over 1,100 yards, just four receiving touchdowns. Did see 1,484 air yards, which certainly helped. 11 air yards per target, 396 yards. After the catch, this is a player that also does get somewhat involved in the rushing game for his team. It's an area that maybe they will continue to leverage him in, I hope. So, the final thing I will say about this player is this is a guy who had some hype heading into the season. Depending on who you talk to, they might think that it was a very encouraging season or he may have completely flown under The radar. Um, I'll be curious to know which one of these listeners got and which players they didn't. So definitely send that to me in a tweet because I'm very curious about that. Also, if this is fun, let me know. um, And maybe we'll do a couple more of these. Maybe we'll do one uh, where Matt has to guess these at the end of the show. So we probably, I think we have time for about two more players There was another quarterback that I had in mind that I wanted to talk about here. So, let's pull up his numbers uh, quickly. And I don't know if this one's going to be entirely obvious. I really don't know. Um, I'm not going to give away, though, his PPR per game rank until the end. So, Very, very efficient. Finished third in fantasy points over expectation per game on an expectation rank of 24. Uh, 18 in attempts, 11 in completion percentage, QPR at 8. As far as rush yards go, quarterback position ranked 13. Started off the season with six consecutive QB1 finishes in the... Back half of the season, just three, so he was still though a QB one sixty four percent of the time. Another useful piece of information is that he went for thirty plus points four times in twenty nineteen. Also went for twenty one to twenty five four times, and twenty five to thirty two times. So clearly, this player had a strong season. Th- there's there's no doubt about that. As far as as his totals go, he threw 484 passing attempts, completed 319, just went over 4,000 yards, only five picks, 26 passing touchdowns. If you're still on the fence, one could actually argue that this may have been a disappointing season for this player. So clearly a guy that has a track record that's impressive had expectations going into the season. Nonetheless, I'm pretty sure that this player is not really concerned if you think that um, this season, at least from a fantasy perspective, was not as good as it could have been. But I mean, obviously, it still was because he finished ranked fifth in PPR per game. Uh, as far as air yards thrown went, he ranked 13, completed, or yeah, he ranked 13, throwing 4,261, completed 2,064 air yards, which ranked 11th among quarterbacks, had a conversion rate of just 48%, which is actually 30, ranks 30 among passers. I think that that is enough information, I would assume. But if it's not. What can I tell you? Yeah, this will give it away. Um, how about this one? <laughs> you don't know who it is yet. What if I told you he threw 50 touchdown passes last year? So, yeah, now you know who it is. Um, what I actually should have said, so you have to do a little bit of an exercise, was to tell you that he almost threw twice as many touchdowns last season as he did this year, which is ridiculous because he threw 26 this season. So do that what you will. Let's do another... Um, Another wide receiver that is pretty fun. Um, this player ranked 34 in targets, 30 in receptions, 30 in receiving yards. Air yards, he was 26. Finishes the season at 18 in PPR per game. Pretty efficient. 12th in expectation, or excuse me, 12th in fantasy points over expectations on an expectation rank of 28. Only went between 25 to 30 points one time this season. Went under 10 points four times. Just two wide receiver one weeks. 46 weeks as a wide receiver three. Uh, An interesting thing here is he was targeted... um, Actually, that's not that interesting. And that actually might just be confusing. We're not going to say that. As far as the pure numbers go... Finishes with 866 receiving yards, seven touchdowns, uh 1246 air yards, average 13.4 air yards per target. I believe I already mentioned this, but um eight hundred sixty-six receiving yards, ninety-three targets, sixty-three wrecks. This is another player who I think you could look back on this season and feel disappointed because you did not have any of those big well. You could argue maybe there were two big peak weeks, but there was also a couple of really bad weeks. Nonetheless, though, over the course of the season, still finished 18 in PPR per game. So perhaps it wasn't all terrible. But uh, go to the stat explorer once you know who this is. And if you look at the way that this season fell out for him. It's um, very interesting. So. I think that there's some corollaries between this wide receiver and the one that we had talked about prior. Let me just quickly jot down his name so that I remember who this player was. And let's close off here by looking at another running back. Who I would say had a pretty good season. Um, Ranked 17 in attempts. 13 in total opportunity. 19 in rush yards. 39 in receiving yards. But this was a key thing to his season. He ranked fifth in total touchdowns. As far as actual PPR per game went. Finish is with 223 PPR points. Which based upon the games that he played. He had just about 15 fantasy points per game finished as an RB1 in 40% of weeks and he went under 10 points 3 times over 25 times so i said he was 17 in attempts which actually equated to Let's see here, Uh, 223 rushes, a really low, though, yards per carry number of 3.8. But again, offset that with 12 rushing touchdowns, had two receiving touchdowns. So I guess you got to think about a team where you could put up that touchdown type of total on that level of work as a receiver, 207 receiving yards, 31 receptions on 50 targets. I think that uh, overall, this was a pretty good season for this player as he finished ranked 16 in PPR per game, 14th in total PPR. And again, a lot of that had to do with touchdowns where he ranked fifth um, in total touchdowns. So we went through a fair amount of players there. Let's now talk about who they are. So the first player was that quarterback who actually finishes with a pretty high rank for who he is, or excuse me, um what i meant to say was had that stretch where he was looking really good but then finished down pretty low probably where you would expect and that player is kirk cousins the first running back that we talked about was tariq cohen Probably tipped off by that target volume, but yeah, we see him drop down a fair amount compared to what you would have had in 2018 Uh, again falling from 240 to about uh, 164 played 16 games in both seasons. So that was Tariq Cohen. Perhaps you actually had different expectations. I thought we might see a couple more games where he would have put up big numbers going into the season. Like I said, highest total was 18.4. That was his only game where he won above 15 and a half points. So that was Tariq Cohen. The receiver that had that breakout, you probably have gathered by now, is Devontae Parker. What an interesting case. I mean, one of the few players that you see go over that point where it looks like there's no hope, there's no return. Manages to really put together an awesome season. Uh, Perhaps the change in Miami or the changes that have been made and some of the things this team have done have finally allowed Parker to do what many people thought that he could do in the NFL. And it's looking like there is a compelling case to be made that that continues. The tight end, you know this one, it was Jimmy Graham. The next running back that we talked about was Tariq Cohen's teammate, David Montgomery, I think a lot of people ended up concluding this was a bit of a disappointing season, but it is interesting when you put in the context of those 175 PPR points is I believe that's what I said. Uh, it's odd, right? I think from my perspective, if you had told me that he'd finished the season with 175, I would say that's actually pretty encouraging. And perhaps he builds upon that next season. Maybe we see the Bears continue to move away from Cohen go more towards Montgomery. Maybe they make some improvements and you could be looking at a situation where he's kind of a sneaky option. I think the thing to keep in mind about his ADP is that's probably going to be fairly uh, depressed as other younger backs, other rookies, make their way in. Maybe he's one of those players we see bounce back in year two. The wide receiver that finished 14 in PPR is DJ Moore. So an odd way of getting to that ranking, like I said, probably could have gone under the radar. We've loved it. DJ Moore at Rotoviz. a season like that on four touchdowns that can shoot up um, a lot of encouraging things. The key question is going to be what Carolina does at quarterback. Obviously, that's going to play into his outlook. However, I think as far as dynasty goes, you have to be loving DJ Moore. I'm going to be looking for him on redraft teams. I'm looking for him in best ball feeling really good about him. Uh, So hopefully you're able to get him on some rosters. You know, we've always felt good about Moore at the site and I think it's for good reason. The quarterback was Patrick Mahomes. I don't think I need to say anything about that. Now the other wide receiver, there's a corollary here between DJ Moore and this player. That's Calvin Ridley. Ridley takes some somewhat of a step back from his rookie season. Of course, 10 touchdowns in his rookie season followed up by seven um that is a good number finishes like i said 18 in ppr overall i think you have to be feeling good about that season for ridley because he does manage to continue to produce maybe he needs a little bit higher of a target total maybe you could make the case that he's been a little too dependent on touchdowns because we do see those four weeks going under 10 points mm-hmm. but as we've seen with some of these other players how they go through the season and get to their finishing rank at the end that can vary how that happens mm-hmm. and predicting that is really hard and this is going to, we have not talked very much about key concepts for a while because we when Matt and i started doing this podcast together we got through so many of those but this is the thing that i'm going to remind listeners out there if you think that you're finding patterns in how a player scores and that they're being consistent week to week if you think that somebody else there has demonstrated that there is consistency from week to week for players I can pretty much guarantee you that that conclusion has not been made in a way that is mathematically or statistically sound. Um, Meaning this, you can back into consistency. The problem is you cannot predict consistency. I have not seen anybody able to prove to me that if you're looking at a particular player given whatever mathematical procedure you've done you can tell me in the next four weeks roughly how his point accrual will be in those coming weeks with enough of an accurate you know enough of an accuracy rate that we can determine with math that you're doing it in a way that is actually predictive so my little soapbox rant for there so anyways that's calvin ridley and the final player was todd gurley which um If you remember all of the questions surrounding Todd Gurley going into the season, I didn't even draft him because I was so concerned. Really proved people wrong. And I would imagine that many a team that got Todd Gurley in what could have been the fourth round, that was a huge difference maker. And those teams were probably pretty darn good. Um, Definitely a huge boost from Todd Gurley there. So those are our players. Again, I would really... Love to know if this is a good type of thing to do. Um, You know, maybe you could do this a couple more times as we lead up to the season. And then we could maybe even do one where we look at a player kind of in the context of their career. Uh, Also, let me know which one of these you got, which ones you struggled with. I find that pretty curious. And if you were surprised with any of these results. So we will have Mr. Friedman back next week. However, though, I actually might need to take next week off. So who knows if you'll have both of us next week uh, or what the plan will be. But nonetheless, I appreciate you joining me this week. Big thank you to Bet Online, the new Blue Wire sponsor. You can email the show at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Go to Rotoviz, get that 10% listener discount rate the podcast give us a five-star review subscribe unsubscribe all of that stuff that you know what to do by now uh you can follow me on twitter at dave you can follow matt at MattFTheOracle. the Oracle. we will see you next week and until next time remember it's not a fantasy if you believe it